Hello, Hello Lightworkers. Lightworkers. I'm Sarah. And I'm Amber. And, and this, this is the Conscious, Conscious Creatives Podcast. Podcast. Our main intention for this Cosmicast is celebrating sustainability and empowering you to practice mindfulness in both your biz and your life. We cannot wait to share with you our personal, spiritual, and business journeys and explore an entire realm of awakened artists who prioritize our planet's well-being and use their talents for the highest good of humanity. Whether you're a master manifester, a budding eco-entrepreneur, or you're just beginning to learn about this way of life, we are so grateful you're here. Now let's dive in. When you have a daughter one day, isn't it going to be the coolest thing to give her this piece? I mean, it is a pair of jeans, but like I could hand down this pair of jeans and be like, you know what? That stain is from this event in my life or like I got engaged in these jeans or like how cool would that be to pass down a pair of jeans that like you're like this is where I met your dad hey guys happy Cinco de Mayo this is Amber coming at you live hope you're all doing so well on this Wednesday afternoon and I hope you're all ready for something a little new and fresh and exciting. Today we're going to bring on my friend Ray, who is a badass slow fashion designer. She creates these incredibly unique one-of-a-kind pieces for her customers and I'm really excited to share with you everything that she's doing over at her company Hargan Denim and talk to her a little bit about the sustainable fashion industry. Just a brief note that I realized after I got off my call with Ray that my microphone wasn't plugged in all the way, unfortunately. So if the audio is a little bit drowned out, that's why. I hope you can all still hear it pretty clearly, though, and I hope that you get a lot of wisdom out of today's episode. So without further ado, please grab your tequila or your margarita or a taco, and let's jump in. Hi, Ray. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Do you want to introduce yourself to our listeners and tell them a little bit about what you do? Um, yeah. So my name is Ray Morell, and I started a little denim brand around repurposing old denim. Um, it kind of started when I was going through schooling. You just get introduced to how bad denim has been on the environment and the waste around it. And so um, it kind of rolled about accidentally when I created a pair of jeans for a sample. Um, I had to like, I couldn't afford new denim fabric. So I had to like stitch together some old fabric in order to make a big enough sheet to then create this pair of jeans. And then it just got such good feedback. I kind of just rolled with it. Um, So now it's kind of developed into, I take old jeans from a DI store that would end up in a landfill normally, and I make new jeans. Very cool. So how long have you been doing this? How many years? Um, I think that school project was three years ago and I started my website. I built a website, I believe in 2019. Um, I didn't really, it kind of was just kind of like a whatever thing until last year when COVID hit and I actually graduated. My finals week was when the world shut down so that no one was hiring. And I was like, you know what? We're kind of just going to go full swing, I guess. And that's when it really started, I guess. (laughs) I love that. Very cool. 
I think I first found you actually through um, this company called Four Days. Yes. You do some modeling for them. And I thought it was funny because, um, so I found this, uh, this company for days, they're a closed loop clothing company and they had posted some photos of Ray in their clothes. And then I searched her page and found her company and was like, okay, this is amazing. Um, so where did the inspiration for the name of your company come from? How did you come up with the name Hargan? So the first half of it is actually, um, the first half of my little sister's name. And the second half is the second half of my full name, Reagan. Um, and when I was little, I used to like put on these like fashion shows for my family (laughs) and that was the name we used. And I would like make mock-up magazines and everything. So when it came time to actually pick a name, I was like, well, you know what this fits. It's what I've, it's kind of like my little childhood dream, I guess. So I stuck with it. <laughs> Love that. And does your sister like help with the company at all? No. No. <laughs> no, just- when we were little, it was like we played together and it was our little thing. But I think I kind of like, this is the path that I took. And she got more into like art history is what she likes. And so. Very cool. Nice. That's really sweet. So have you, you started off using um, denim for your school project and just kind of ran with that. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about like what you turn the denim into? What kind of projects you're working on right now? Um, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I still kind of just take it day by day and it shifts with every day. I don't necessarily have a plan. Um, I mean, right now I'm trying to roll out some shorter alls because I decided that people love the overalls, but we're going into summer. And so I'm like, I've been trying to get that up and going. Um, I began doing the color kind of just, you know, following trends and just seeing what was coming up and next. Um, But really, I just wake up every day and kind of just go with whatever the day brings at this point. (laughs) I love that. So you have your jeans you have overalls and now you're doing the shorts and shorter alls as the warmer weather rolls in and you also do jean jackets is that right I did yeah um I don't know I'm not in love with the jackets I don't wear denim jackets that much so I just haven't really promoted them I should probably get back into those but I mean we're going into summer so that can be like something for fall (laughs) for yeah for sure love that have you ever experimented with like other types of fabrics or is that something that you'd be interested in or why stick with denim if um I think I fell in love with denim just because of the structure of it Mm -hmm. and then kind of just when I was getting my advanced degree in denim design they just teach you a lot about sustainability and how bad stretches. I mean, all denim companies right now that I got introduced to are trying to get rid of stretch or the form of stretch that we've been using just because it doesn't biodegrade. It's really hard to, it's hard on the environment. Mm. Um, so I've, I mean, I try to source hundred percent cotton. It does get difficult sometimes. Like, and I will admit there's probably a little bit of stretch in some of my materials somewhere, but, um, it is secondhand. I'm reusing old. Uh, 
I don't know if I necessarily like other materials though, just because when you do incorporate stretch, sewing it, it gets hard. It's a whole nother world. Um, and when there's no stretch, it definitely is quicker, faster, easier. And the fit is just, the shrinkage is less. It, there's just a whole nother world when you involve other materials. Um, I have thought about maybe sourcing like plaids to mix in with the denim, maybe something for fall to do. Cause I can for sure find like old plaids to repurpose. But for right now, I feel like there's a lot going on and there's a lot to do on the back end of things. And me just being one person, it gets a little overwhelming. Yeah, wearing a lot of hats. That's for sure. Cool. <laughs> cool. Well, I really, I resonated with what you were saying about um, how the fashion industry can get pretty like, toxic and just like not super eco-conscious um can you in your own words kind of define like what slow and sustainable fashion is to you um so that our listeners can kind of better understand what it means to be sustainable in the fashion industry I mean it's kind of just looking at a product and making sure that from every aspect that it is just not harming anything so just like from the people touching the garment. If you look at denim in the past, the chemicals they actually use on the garments are very toxic. So we went and toured a few factories um, through schooling. And I mean, the workers, you're in goggles, in suits, you have gloves on, like it is very toxic. So um, just even dyeing denim, from that to the people that sew your garments, just making sure they're getting paid. You know, no one wants to be underpaid. No one deserves that. And then even from like shipping the goods, like making sure you're going carbon neutral or trying to produce in places that are relevant, like are like located near each other. So it's just like reducing your carbon footprint. Um, I do understand to a certain extent, like there's only so much you can do when it comes to that. You know, people across the world want a certain product. There's only so much you can do, but just trying to, in every aspect of making one garment, looking at everything and making sure you're doing the best option for that specific thing. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. What are some, um, some like specific steps that you like to incorporate in your process that, um, that are like sustainable and like, what are, what are some sustainable steps that you take in your process? Um, so for me, actually, it's been a little easier because I'm smaller. I obviously am not producing anything in a factory. Mm -hmm. Um, and I can kind of like pay myself less in a way, <laughs> but I mean, I'm reusing old product, so I'm never producing new. I will use anything from like, my school had rolls of denim that they were going to throw away. So I have like, I was like, I'll take them, give them to me, I'll repurpose it. So I have a lot of just rolls of denim fabric or for the color, I will go to like a local DI um, and just buy denim there. I, um, let's and see. What is, what is a DI, right? Oh, it's like, 
Utah's version of a thrift store. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. I forget. Okay. I get that question a lot and I'm like, oh, I'm from Salt Lake City, Utah. Sorry. <laughs> um, where was I? Oh, so my packaging, I try to source recycled. I actually am switching over to recycled paper material instead of the decomposing plastic I was using. Um, but I'm switching to recycled paper so that way it can be, it comes from recycled material and then it can be recycled after use. Um, what else? I source a hundred percent cotton thread, mm -hmm. um, just because the afterlife of a garment is also just as important. Um, I want my materials to be able to be recycled and that's easier when it's a hundred percent cotton. And what else do I do? I don't tag ever because that's just unnecessary. I feel like when brands put tagging, it's just, there's no point. It's going to be ripped off and thrown away anyways. Um, the little tagging that I do, I use seed paper. So you can actually take um, my paper and plant it and it plants flowers, Amazing. which is really cool. Um, other than that, I just, anything extra, I don't do. It's a waste of time. It's not good on the environment. It's just pointless. I really wish brands would get rid of the packaging that they use. It's really pointless. No one pays attention to it anyways. Um, yeah, I think that's everything. That's great. It's so awesome to see like the steps that you take to really make every single package, every single order, like just personalized and your attention to detail is, is incredible. I know you have your own like custom, like sewn tags that you put onto your clothing, right? It's just not, it's not like tags that you're, um, like plastic punching kind of thing. It's yeah. like sewn on and they're really, really beautiful. Thank you. Those are hundred percent cotton too. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Have you ever taken like a custom order where you allow customers to, um, incorporate like a piece of their own fabric or anything like that? Or, um, is that something that you've ever considered? I would do that. Yeah. I haven't had that request yet. Um, the only requests I've gotten are just if I'll do specific colors for people, which is totally optional. Mm -hmm. I mean, the colorways that I have on my website are just from what I've been able to create samples of, then take photos of and get listed on the website. But I mean, the color options are obviously endless. I can do absolutely anything. Um, same with sizing. I can do anything. It's just the process of, you know, making the sample, photographing it, loading codes onto your website. Like there's a lot that goes into just one product on a website. Mm -hmm. Um, which is why for me, it's just been a slow process, but I mean, the sizing, the color range is absolutely endless. Very cool. What's been like your favorite or like craziest custom order yet, as far as like colors or patterns go, has there ever been anything like super wacky and out there? Honestly, no, I oh. mean, I'm still so small. A lot of people really don't follow me. <laughs> Yeah. And then of course we're all locked in our homes kind of still. So it's like, it's not like I can go and promote it any other way. Right. 
Um, I feel like like you're growing and what you're doing is so unique that like that growth is inevitable. You know, that momentum is, is there. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully I see it for you. So in regards to what we were saying about, um, the fashion industry and we're starting to see like some more, like more and more companies become closed loop companies or like use other materials like, um, ocean plastic, like recycled ocean plastic and stuff like that. Um, which is amazing and very cool. And I'm even starting to see companies like using mycelium from mushrooms to like create leather. I've seen that. Yeah. Some cool stuff going on in the fashion industry. Now that they're realizing all the things that we can do with recycled material and renewable materials. Um, and I remember you had said something a few minutes ago about, um, the fact that you make all of your clothes with like hundred percent cotton is your, do you have a vision for the future for your company to allow customers to like send their clothing back into you to be used again? Actually, that is actually a request that I've gotten before. Um, and I kind of look at it to where how four days has that their take back bag. Mm -hmm. Um, I would love to be able to have an option on my website for you to print out a prepaid shipping label. Um, so I obviously will cover the shipping and you can send me your denim and I will use it. I just haven't figured out how to load that on my website. I am like the least savvy tech person ever. So when people are like, oh, why isn't this on your website? Why isn't this done? I'm like, guys, do you even realize what goes into a website and like coding? Like it, it's a lot. So <laughs> I'm working on that um, for anyone who has reached out. I've had a few people send me some boxes of denim, which has been amazing. And I will repurpose all those jeans. Um, I just, you know, need to figure out how to get that on my website. For sure. Definitely. Um, can you share with me some of your like current favorite or like upcoming pieces that you're super stoked about? The short rolls, definitely. I live in my denim and these shorter rolls are literally my favorite ever. <laughs> so I'm super excited whenever I can get them up on the website. That's what I'm working on. <laughs> it's getting there. I'm excited for you. You're going to get it done. Yeah. And as you grow, there's always the option to like outsource and have other people join your team or help you part-time. And that will be super helpful too. Yeah, that'll be fun. The day I get to hire someone for like a legit hire someone, I think will be so cool. I'll be like, wow, I've made it. Just one person. Just, I did it. (laughs) Yep. I love that. So right now, because you're doing everything yourself, can you kind of take me through like your, your process, your creative process from start to finish when you create a new pair of jeans or a pair of overalls? Yes. So an order will come in and then depending on like what colors they want, I have obviously a whole stack of like blue denim, endless denim in my front living room. Um, But if it's like pink or yellow, I'll have to go to the, I'll drive to the DI and get whichever color and then I'll get home and I cut up the jeans and I re-sew like these sheets of fabric together 
and then cut out my um, jean pattern. I made my own pattern. So the fit is completely mine. I did it while going through school. Um, and then I sew my jeans together. And then I package them up and ship them. <laughs> did I skip a step? I feel like I skipped a step because these actually, it like sounds simple, but it does take me quite some time to do. <laughs> For sure. I can imagine. And it's cool that like every single pair is unique because of that fact that like you're going out beforehand and just making like a big sheet of jean material. Yeah. I mean, I try to hit some, like I try to always incorporate a pocket on the front bottom of a jean. The shorts, I'm trying to always do a pocket like on the front right leg. And then, but other than that, it's kind of random. The colors won't hit the same spots. And I try to make that very clear because I've actually had some people be like, this looks nothing like your picture. And I'm like, I thought I told you it wouldn't look like the picture. <laughs> yeah, because they're all so different from one another. Yeah. Yep. Um, but the colors will always be the same. <laughs> right. Very cool. And do you like reuse buttons and stuff like that too? Um. Buttons are harder. No, I have to kind of just source, um, like secondhand. So I try to, cause I did hit the point where I have to buy in bulk. Now I have to buy my buns at like 500 pieces. Um, but then I'm not big enough to be able to reach out to companies who use recycled materials yet. Cause minimums right. very, very high and expensive. So yeah. with my buttons, it is a little bit trickier. I'm not at a place where I can say I'm hundred percent sustainable in that aspect because I'm just not big enough yet, but my buttons are very easily removable. So the jeans still can be hundred percent recycled after the buttons get removed. Perfect. Love that. Do you have anything else that you want us to talk about before we kind of like wrap this up? I guess I would just say something I missed along the lines of like slow fashion and sustainable fashion is somewhere along the way, especially with denim, I feel like we all just kind of lost the appreciation for denim and what it was actually meant for. Um, like we all love vintage denim because it's, it looks worn out. Right. And every pair of vintage jeans, like true vintage jeans, not like the fast fashion vintage jeans. <laughs> has like a story behind it. And that's also why I like fell in love with denim because like I have some denim pieces from my grandma's mom that look very vintage and worn out and they have like a story behind them. And so with my denim, I try to make, I stick with hundred percent cotton because it lasts longer. So it's more durable, durable. And um, I do like bar tacking on the sides for extra stitching. And then I do an extra stitch along the crotch. So they will last longer because I want you to take my jeans and pass them along through your family. And I want you to be able to just create your own story with this pair of jeans and with slow fashion, like, and bringing that back in, I kind of like hope to bring that story back into jeans and have people like that's another reason why it's so expensive is you're going to buy it and you're going to want to have it for a long time. And I want you to be able to wear in these jeans and just like create stories in these jeans because clothing has just become 
so like in our mind, it's just like, it's just clothing, but it, we shouldn't look at it like that. It should be like a piece of artwork that you just like value. So I think that was, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's not just like, it's not just something that you're like slapping on, you know, it's like, yeah, like, oh, I'm going to buy this tank for this week. Like, no, right. It should be an investment. It should be something that you know that you can wear time and time again over the years and with different types of outfits and like something that's going to fit you really well and last. And, and I want people to buy the piece thinking, I just think like this, but I'm like, when you have a daughter one day, isn't it going to be the coolest thing to give her this piece? I mean, it is a pair of jeans, but like I could hand down this pair of jeans and be like, you know what? That stain is from this event in my life or like I got engaged in these jeans or like how cool would that be to pass down a pair of jeans that like you're like this is where I met your dad like I just think that's so cute and so cool and I just hope to also bring awareness around that and the value into a piece of clothing and maybe people will like catch a lot catch on and be like you know what that is cool yeah definitely I think that's so cool and I'm like starting to think about all the pieces in my wardrobe that I have now that like my my mom passed down or like I found in my dad's closet or pieces that I thrifted that like I don't even know the backstory to, but you can tell that it's there, like woven into the threads, you know? And those end up being the favorite pieces in your wardrobe, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, we need more of that. And we need more people like that shop like that. Yeah that think like that and yeah just really like integrate that that whole mindset into their into their um purchasing into their consumerism totally agree if you could give one suggestion to our listeners uh, of a way that like we as consumers can be more eco-conscious um with our wardrobe what would it be buy better. I mean, that sounds so dumb. And with that though, it's kind of like, people will be like, oh, well, it's more expensive, but it's not. You're either going to buy that $5 t-shirt a hundred times, or you're going to buy the a hundred dollar item once Mm -hmm. you'll save money in the long run. And I think that's what, that would be the biggest thing that I need people to realize is that buying better will save you money and you'll value it you will value it more because it took more to buy that item. So I think that would be, yeah. Yeah. So much goes into every piece. Like that's, that's the beautiful part about like supporting a small business. You know, it's not just, it's not even about just that product. It's about everything that went into it before, during, after, like you're supporting that person's livelihood and business and family. And yeah, it's a really beautiful thing to support small business. I'm a big proponent of that as well. So really appreciate your time today, Ray. Um, Thank you for reaching out. (laughs) Thank you for hopping on here and sharing your time and energy. And um, can you share with our listeners where we can find you on the internet and social media? Yes, go follow me on Instagram. It's Hargon Denim, H-A-R-G-A-N Denim. And then my website is just hargondenim.com. And I'm honestly, oh, I did get on TikTok. I'm on TikTok now. So go follow me on TikTok too. But that is all the social media I do.
Perfect. Thank you so much again and look forward to talking to you soon. Sweet. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so, so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard, please don't be shy. Leave a comment down below. You can also leave a review, subscribe, do all the things. We appreciate each and every one of you so, so, so much. And we would also be super stoked to connect with you over on social media. We love getting your feedback and hearing your thoughts and getting suggestions for future episodes. So connect with us over there. I will leave all of those links in the show notes. Catch you guys soon.